podcast is intended to uplift, inspire, and in some cases, educate you on how to create a life that feels good. I am not a health professional, and the information and advice shared on this show should not be taken in replacement for any information or direction given to you by a healthcare professional. If you or someone you know is struggling with your health or mental well-being, please reach out to a healthcare professional in your area. For more information and resources on mental health support, please visit laurajaneillustrations.com forward slash mental health or see the link in the show notes. Hi there, I'm Laura, a teacher turned creator, and this is Fill Up Your Cup, the podcast with a mission to help you feel inspired, motivated, and empowered to show up for yourself and create a life that feels good. We're putting the personal back in personal development as we navigate this journey of self-awareness, self-compassion, and growth together. Because together, And with the right mindset, we are all capable of change and living a life that truly fills us up. Hello, listeners. I am back. The podcast is back. We took a break in August, but I am very excited to be back at the mic today recording a brand new episode for you at the start of a brand new season. Wherever you are listening to this, whenever you are listening to this, I hope you had a nice break. I know for those of you who are listeners in Australia and New Zealand, you are heading into your spring summer season. So I hope that you had a nice autumn winter. And for those of you listening in the top half of the world, I hope you enjoyed your summer break. I hope you got some time off to relax. I hope that you made some time for self-care these past couple of weeks when the podcast was away. And if not, if you have fallen off track with your self-care, don't worry. I'm back today. We're going to do a proper well-being check-in today, and we're going to make a plan for our self-care heading into the end of 2023 and for the month of September that's going to be really focused on the different areas of our well-being. But before we dive into all of the goodness of this episode and all of the inspiration and implementation ideas that I have ready for you, I wanted to take a moment at the start of this new season to draw your attention to our Patreon tier that I have created specifically for our podcast listeners or anyone who wants a little bit more help with their self-care on a weekly basis. So if you are a new listener to the podcast, or even if you are a seasoned listener to the podcast, you may not be aware that at the start of this year, I created a Patreon. And one of the tiers on my Patreon is called the Self-Care Squad. I specifically created this tier of the Patreon with my podcast listeners in mind because it is all about self-care, but not just that classical self-care of face masks and bubble baths and giving you lists of activities to do, but it's a much more open-ended approach to self-care where every month I give you some printable worksheets, some printable journal prompts, 
and lots of other resources to help give you a starting point for your self-care. So at the moment, we are heading into September, and for September each week, I have a different theme for the focus of your self-care. This week is the first week of September as you are listening to it, and the theme for the self-care on our Patreon this week was organization. So keeping that back-to-school, back-to-work energy, all of the self-care prompts and ideas were focused focused around checking in with different areas of your life, getting things organized, focusing on how you can make better plans to set yourself up for success with your physical well-being or how you can organize things so that you have more energy and you feel less stressed. So all different self-care prompts to help you reorganize your life at the start of the month. Then next week, heading into the second week of September, our theme will be all around movement, keeping in mind that sometimes at this time of the year when we get back into school or we go back to university or we go back to work after a break, whatever part of the world you're in, when we are busy, when we are focused on trying to be productive, that sometimes gets in the way of our movement and our physical well-being which sometimes starts to come second to that work, school, or university to-do list. So week two of the self-care squad in September will all will be all about moving more, looking after your physical well-being, helping you reflect on maybe your nutrition and how you plan your meals and how you could be more mindful about that. And then week three will be about mindfulness and week four will be about slow self-care. So have to be a little bit more self-compassionate at the end of a month with your self-care when you might be a little bit lower on energy. So that's just an example of what the resources for September are, but there are so many more resources on Patreon in the self-care squad. If you become a member, it is only five euro a month, which is just slightly more than one euro a week or 16 cent a day when you break it down. Most of the time when you go to a coffee shop, you're going to spend more than five euro in a single go. So if you are looking for some support, some inspiration, some motivation around your self-care, Hop on over to Patreon. It's only five euro a month to join. You can cancel any time. Once you join, you will be able to access the archive of all of the self-care squad resources that I have created. So you can go back and look at last month's resources. You can go back right to the start of when I created the self-care squad and download some of the resources from then. I have extra worksheets that I've created. I have a lot of worksheets around goal setting that I uh, put up at the start of every month. So you can grab a couple of them to get some extra support and inspiration with your goals and setting self-care goals to support your well-being for this month and for the end of the year and going forward. So I wanted to highlight that at the start of the episode because I don't think a lot of our listeners know about it. And it's a really, really great resource. I spend a lot of time every month planning out the different weekly resource drops. As I said, I've created extra worksheets and I really want to make it something that's valuable, less about me telling you exactly what to do for your self-care and more about creating a focus so that you can focus your self-care on a particular area of your life and get into the practice of doing that to help you build a more meaningful self-care practice that really is 
focused and tailored to you, your lifestyle, and what your what your well-being really needs. So that is the self-care squad on Patreon. I have put the links in the show notes for that. You can head on over, become a member today. You are supporting me as a podcast and creator and a creator in general when you join. But I hope that the value that I'm providing for you is definitely worth the very small five euro a month. So I hope to see you in my Patreon member list very, very soon and enjoying all of the resources of the self-care squad. Now let's come back to today's episode. Today's episode is a very special episode. It's the very first revisiting episode that I've done where I'm going to go back to an old episode of the podcast and revisit it and give you a little bit more on what I talked about in that episode. And the reason I'm revisiting an episode today is because it is one year since I launched Fill Up Your Cup podcast. The podcast has grown so much since then. You, I, I was looking at the analytics for the show when I was um, planning out the new season and it just blows my mind how many of you listen every week, how many of you continued to listen when I wasn't uploading new episodes during the month of August, how many of you listen around different parts of the world or where the episodes chart each week in different countries. And it just blows my mind that there are so many of you listening every week and I'm so, so grateful for you. And it's been an amazing first year of being a podcast creator. So thank you for your love and support of the show. And because it's one year since I started the podcast, I thought it would be interesting to go back and revisit the very, very first episode that I did, which is are your cups running on empty? Now, there are two reasons that I wanted to revisit this episode in particular. One is because it is the very first episode that I did, and it's the one year birthday of the podcast. So I thought it would be fun to go back and revisit the themes of that episode and kind of, I guess, bring them into the format that the show has taken on since then, which is that combination of inspiration meets implementation. So how we can take an idea that inspires us and gets us motivated and excited and actually implement it into our own lives in the form of actionable self-care that has a positive impact on our well-being and helps us create a life that feels good for us. The second reason that I wanted to revisit this episode is that it is still and continues to be the most listened to episode of the podcast. It does surprise me because this particular episode, I kind of put it together really, really quickly because when I was launching the podcast in order to get the RSS feed or the podcast feed up and running and on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, I needed to have at least one episode on it. So I class this not technically as the first episode. It was kind of like a preview of what the show was going to be about in order to get something onto the podcast feed so I could get it onto the different listening platforms in time for the official launch of the show. And so it kind of surprises me that so many people listen to it. And it's one of those things that every time I see the analytics analytics around it, I think about how quickly I put that episode together. And it's been on my mind that I'd love to go back and redo it and revisit what I talk about in that episode because I rushed it, putting it together. And it's such a rushed 
episode, so I wanted to dive back into it. So today we are revisiting Are Your Cups Running on Empty? And the analogy that I give in that episode about our well-being cup cupboard. So if you haven't listened to that episode or it's been a long time since you listened to that episode, I go into the story of why I gave the podcast the name Fill Up Your Cup and what is behind that. So quick refresher, the reason that I chose to give the podcast the name Fill Up Your Cup is because I really love that visual of self-care being something where you are pouring into yourself because of the fact that in order to show up and do the other things in your life that are important to you or that provide value to yourself and to others, you need to pour out. So I think that this idea of looking at self-care as pouring into ourselves creates this really lovely visual of this outward and inward balance of energy that we need in order to be fulfilled, energetic, happy human beings. And the reason that I love that is because a lot of the time, and for many of us, we struggle with the sense of guilt around making time and space to practice self-care. Now, as you know, I am a big advocate of small, meaningful actions for self-care. I don't believe it has to be carving huge amounts of chunk or huge chunks of time out every week or having a specific day that's a self-care day. I really do think that you can make self-care meaningful and fit into your lifestyle, no matter how busy it is, no matter how many responsibilities you have to yourself or to others or to work or to your family, You can still have self-care without having that kind of hashtag self-care Sunday vibes. But whether you're doing like this big chunk of time or even small actions, small things like going for a walk by yourself, going to the gym by yourself, this aspect of taking time, quote unquote, by yourself and for yourself, for people, especially if you have a family, if you have a lot of responsibilities, it creates this sense of guilt because you are taking that time for yourself and it can feel selfish that you are taking time that you could be giving to other people or that you could be giving to getting your chores done or whatever it is that you feel blocked when it comes to showing up to self-care because of whatever is blocking you from taking that time for yourself and creating that sense of guilt. And The visual of this inward, outward energy and pouring into your cup, I think really helps move past that guilt because it forces you to step back a little bit and realize that taking time for yourself for self-care is very often the opposite of selfish because of the fact that you need to fill into your cups if you want to be able to pour out. A cup is not an infinite vessel, like it doesn't hold infinite amounts of liquid if we're thinking about it in the literal sense or if we take it for this kind of analogy of our well-being or our self-care cup, it it can only hold a certain amount and so at a certain point it's going to be empty and you're going to run out of self energy to give to others. And so the self-care is not selfish. It's actually 
very important for you to be able to continue to show up to your other responsibilities in the best way possible because you are using your self-care to keep your cup topped up. You are filling into your cup so that you can pour into others, so that you can pour into what you love, what you are passionate about, into your work, into taking care of your families, into showing up for your friends, for your partners, whatever it is. So that is why the podcast became Fill Up Your Cup Podcast, because I just love that image. And I think it's a really good conversation point for anyone who is struggling with that self-care feels selfish, guilt feeling It's not selfish. You have to pour in if you want to pour out. But I like to take it a little bit further and I think about my well-being not just as a single cup that I'm pouring into, but as many. And that is where my analogy of my well-being cupboard comes from. So I think about my self-care not as a single cup, but many cups inside in my well-being cupboard. And in my well-being cupboard, there are lots of different cups that are different shapes and sizes. Some are bigger than others. Some need more filling than others. Some get emptied a lot faster than others. And each one of these cups inside in my well-being cupboard represents a different area of my well-being. Now, if you're a long time listener of the show, you will know that I talk about this a lot. Self-care is not just filling into one area of your life, but really, if you want your self-care to be meaningful and valuable to you, you've got to step back and look at your bigger picture and look at the different areas of your well-being that make you feel fulfilled or that need your attention. And those are your different well-being cups that are inside in your well-being cupboard. This is where we can really take this visual image or this analogy to that extra level when we talk about holistic well-being or holistic self-care that is tapping into all the different areas of our well-being. And for some people, this can start to feel a little bit overwhelming because they think, okay, well, I just want to I just want to have a bubble bath and read a book or I want to put on a face mask. And that's all I want to do because everything else is starting to feel a bit overwhelming. But if you start to think about your well-being cupboard and what different cups you want to put into that, it helps you break this idea of holistic well-being down a little bit more. So each cup in your cupboard represents a different area of your well-being. That can be your physical well-being, your emotional well-being, your spiritual well-being, your social well-being. It's any area of your life that has value to you and contributes to you feeling like a fulfilled, healthy, happy human. So it can also be things like your job well-being or your career well-being or your financial well-being or your creative well-being, your expressive well-being. Anything that is of value for you in your life, that that area of your life, when it is in a good place, when it is full, it makes you feel more full as a person, more complete, more fulfilled. On the flip side of that, when that area of your life is lacking, when you are not giving it attention, or when it is maybe wrought with challenges, that drains you. You feel that as part of your whole self. You really feel 
the weight of when that area of your life doesn't have enough in it or it's not topped up or it's not in a good place. That is why it's so important to not just look at your self-care as filling into one area of your well-being, not just looking after your physical health or not just looking after your physical health and your emotional health, but also looking at all of those other cups in your well-being cupboard, big or small, and doing that check-in every so often when you feel like something's off, but I'm not sure, doing that bigger picture check-in, seeing what might be lacking or needing your attention, seeing what areas of your life, what of your which of your well-being values you really haven't been filling into and allowing yourself to to be aware of the fact that that does impact how you feel as a whole human being and getting creative with your self-care and realizing that it doesn't have to just be exercise and journaling and mindfulness. Those things are all great, but there's so many other layers to your self-care that are just deeply personal to you. So that is my well-being cup cupboard. It is basically just realizing and becoming aware of the fact that you are not just filling into a single cup with your self-care, but that you have many cups in your well-being cupboard, many different areas of your well-being that need your attention in different amounts at different times, and that that is how you really take your self-care to this personal level where it's giving you this really fulfilling experience and really making your cups, your cup, your collective cups feel topped up. So how can we take this idea of our well-being cupboard and make it something actionable in our own lives? What I want to prompt you to do by the end of today, whenever you are listening to this episode, By the end of today, I want you to map out your own well-being cupboard. So what areas in your life are important to your sense of fulfillment, happiness, and wellness? What are your well-being values? What is every single cup that goes into your well-being cupboard? And there's a couple of different ways that you can do this. So you could just grab your journal, Um, or some big paper, or even some post-its, or open the notes app on your phone and make a list. You might want to draw out your cupboard. You might want to literally draw a cupboard with some shelves and draw some cups onto them and then label those cups to the different areas of your well-being. How you do it doesn't really matter, but what I want you to do is create a list of the different areas of your life that impact your sense of fulfillment, happiness, and wellness. Wellness. These are your well-being cups in your well-being cupboard. And if you don't want to use the cup analogy, you can just simply make a list of what are your well-being values, what areas of your life really do impact your sense of feeling well, fulfilled, and happy as a human being. And, And then once you've got that list or that drawing, or whatever it is, I want you to look through the different areas of your well-being that you've highlighted, or your different cups, and give them a rating. So maybe you could reflect on how full is that area of your life right now on a scale of one to 10, with one being 
it's basically empty or 10 being this is an area that feels really full that I'm giving my attention to regularly and it's doing good. Or you might just want to look at that list of all of the different areas of your well-being and kind of do a gut check. And what I mean by that is which areas as you list them really stand out as areas that you have maybe neglected lately or are lacking and just really need your attention. So whatever you do, whether you do a rating for each area or whether you just go with your gut and highlight a couple of things on that list that really stand out as areas of your well-being that you have not been giving your attention to or that are really lacking right now and need some extra love, I want you to pick three to five, no more than that. Pick three to five areas of your well-being, three to five well-being cups that you are going to give more of your attention to this month, that you are going to focus your self-care and your small meaningful actions daily or weekly on so that by the end of the month, these areas of your well-being feel a little bit more full and they start to feed into that overall sense of being fulfilled, well, and happy. I do have a resource on the Self-Care Squad Patreon tier, which plays into this idea, not using the cup analogy, but still looking at areas of your well-being. It's called a well-being wheel, and I will put a link to that in the show notes. And it uses exactly the same idea as we've done with identifying the different areas of our well-being that go into our cup cupboard. But Instead, we put them on a wheel. So you look at each spoke of your wheel and you label it with a different area of your well-being that fills into your sense of fulfillment, happiness, and wellness. And then you rate each area of your well-being as it currently stands, how you are feeling about it, how full or empty it feels right now on that scale of one to 10. And what you can then do is join up the dots or join the spokes of your wheel and start to see what your outliers are. So which areas of your well-being are you giving a lot of your attention to? Those are going to be spokes on your wheel or points of the star once you join them up that are really long and prominent and stand out. And so you can see this area of my well-being is doing really good. I'm giving a lot of my attention to it. And that's good too, because you can think about how can I continue to maintain this? But what you're also going to notice is the opposite of that. What are your inward outliers? The ones where you've rated them so low that the spoke is barely noticeable. That point of the star is maybe going in the opposite direction. It's pulling inwards. And those are the areas that you need to give your attention to and think about how you can fill into more and heal a little bit. And to go with that well-being wheel resource, I actually have a goal setting template that will help you look at that information of which areas of my well-being are thriving right now and which ones are not and actually plan out how you can create some meaningful goals around that area of your well-being, some meaningful self-care actions that help you fill into that. So that resource is available on the self-care squad on Patreon. And as I said, I will link it in the show notes. And I think it would be a really great one to do 
after listening to this episode. So either you can run with your cup cupboard analogy and just write out the different cups in your cupboard and give them a rating and go from there, or you can use the well-being wheel resource, which is exactly the same concept, just in a different visual. And it's going to give you a really practical step-by-step template to help you take that reflection and turn it into actionable self-care that you can do this month to support yourself. And that brings us to the end of today's episode. Before I say goodbye, I want to remind you that wherever you are listening to today's episode, whether that is Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or somewhere else, be sure to first of all, follow or subscribe to the show so that you don't miss out on new episodes, but also to give us that five-star rating and a little review. I know that most of you who listen, listen on Apple Podcasts. I did see that on my little analytic check lately. Over 60% of our listeners are listening on Apple Podcasts, so that if that is you, I would really appreciate if you take just two minutes at the end of listening to this episode. You can even do it right now while I am doing my goodbyes to give us a rating, our star rating, and to write a little review on your thoughts of today's episode or of the show in general and why you enjoy listening. I would really appreciate it. And also all of those potential listeners out there who still haven't discovered Fill Up Your Cup may see your review and realize that this is the podcast that they need as well. So you're helping them as well. If you have a question that you would like answered this season or a topic that you would like me to bring to the show this season, our listeners question cup is linked in the show notes. It is always there, but I'm going to pull it to the top of the show notes for this episode as a reminder at the start of the season. Go ahead and drop your questions in now so that I can plan them into this season's episode planning and let me know what what are you struggling with your self-care right now? What areas of your life do you need a little bit of extra guidance or support with? What questions have come up from listening to this episode or to other episodes of the show that you would like me to dive into a little bit more or answer? Drop them in the listener's cup ask me questions, let me know what topics you'd like to bring up. Is there an episode that you've listened to that you would like me to revisit like I've done today and break it down a little bit more? The cup is open, drop your questions in it. Don't forget also to follow the show on Instagram and Facebook as at fillupyourcuppod. And you can also join our mailing list, so our email newsletter, so that you never miss out on new episodes. I send out a reminder as soon as an episode is published on Fridays. And there's also often bonus content inside in our newsletter. So for example, today's newsletter will have a direct link to that well-being wheel resource that I was talking about. So if you want to get those links, those resources directly in your inbox so that everything is easy to find, sign up to the mailing list so you don't miss out on the episodes, so you don't miss out on that bonus content. Finally, last reminder, if you want some extra support with your self-care this month, head on over to Patreon and join the self-care squad for just five euro a month. I drop weekly resources there for you to support your self-care, to really break it down, 
week by week. There are printable activity sheets. There are bonus resources, goal setting templates. There is so much in the archives there that you can dive into straight away. And there is so much to come. So if you want that extra support, head on over now to Patreon, join the self-care squad. The link is at the top of the show notes. And I can't wait to see you there. Wherever you are listening in the world, whatever season you are heading into, whether you are getting ready for pumpkin spice lattes and cozy autumn self-care, or you are getting ready to spring into spring and summer and all of that kind of bright get outside self-care, I hope that this week you do one thing that fills into one cup in your well-being cupboard. And I hope that this image or this idea or this analogy of breaking that cup that you are always filling into, into more than one cup so you can really focus your attention has been helpful for you. If you made it to the end of this episode, I hope that you feel a little less alone in your personal development journey and a little more inspired to do something today to show up for yourself. If you're enjoying the show, don't forget to subscribe and leave a review on your favorite podcast streaming app or platform. And if you want even more weekly inspiration, then head on over to Instagram or Facebook and follow the show as at fillupyourcuppod. Remember, you can't pour from an empty cup. So do one small thing today to pour into yours and start creating a life that feels good for you.